Hi everyone, my name is Victoria and I'm the host for Your Voice, Your Power. In this episode, I'm going to be going through my feminist dictionary, which is not a real thing, but I'll pretty much just be talking about some important terms related to feminism in order to help you better understand what feminism really is and why it's important. For today's Black History Month shout out, I'm going to talk about Sorner Truth. She was born into slavery in 1797. Being an enslaved person was a traumatic experience for her. Fortunately, when a supportive family bought her freedom, she began speaking out about abolition and gender equality through speeches and sermons. During the Civil War, she supported black troops by organizing supplies. And after the war, she helped freed slaves get jobs and homes. Sorna Truth was not afraid to speak out and she should always be remembered. So, thanks to her and her work, and let's get started. is a feminist. A feminism means different things to different people, but the dictionary definition is someone who believes in equality between the genders and someone who believes in equal rights and opportunities for women. Um, for me, feminism means three things. Equality, choices, and empowerment. Equality because obviously feminism is about equal rights for genders choices because I think part of feminism is being able as women and girls to choose what we want and what we do rather than have society choose for us. And then empowerment because girls and women have been oppressed. It's important that we empower each other and find the strength to speak up and be ourselves. So that's what feminism means to me, but it does mean different things to different people. But overall, feminism is just the belief that women should have equal rights and opportunities. And I just wanted to say that feminists do not have an evil, evil lair where we plot the overthrow of the world. That's not true, but a lot of women don't support feminism. And I haven't totally looked into this, but my theory on this is that the word feminist might seem like extreme even if you do believe in equal rights. And some women might just not care that much about equal rights. They're fine with the way things are or whatever. I, but the thing is, I don't really know. But also women might just not want the, that label. I haven't looked into this, but that's just my theory. And just know that not all women support feminism. But the truth is a feminist can be anyone. It just means you support equal rights and opportunities. But whether you're a feminist or not, all women experience the same thing at some point in our lives. Sexism. Sexism is very present in our society and it comes in a lot of forms, unfortunately. It can be something as outright as a man yelling sexist insults to a female colleague. Or it can be more subtle, like a teacher assuming only boys can carry a heavy box. It can even be a woman feeling like she's inferior to men because society has enforced that message. I put together a list of examples of sexism, but there are just, there are a lot more than this. This is just some things that women might experience in their daily lives. So, for example, reading sentence examples in class 
And noticing that the sentences with male subjects, all the male subjects are doing active things, while female subjects are sitting around and looking pretty. Um, it could be insults and harassment on social media that target women. It could be watching a movie where a woman's main role is dating or assisting male main characters. It could be magazines where male writers and photographers are featured more than women and people of other genders. And even it could be something as big as the gender pay gap, which deserves a whole other episode. But for now, just look it up. But I'll probably talk about that more in depth in a future episode. But honestly, that's just a few. Sexism is built into our everyday lives. Just like notice, how many men do you see in STEM careers compared to women or people of other genders? How many congressmen do you see compared to congresswomen? There's even a word for it. Patriarchy. A patriarchy is a society where men have more power, more wealth, and just more privilege than women or people of other genders. And a patriarchy is our society, and women experience this all the time. I haven't experienced this oppression very much yet in my daily life, but I'm scared that I will later. And of course, I don't experience other forms of oppression like racism, but sexism is still very real and affects like half the population so and just knowing that society is against me is scary if for most people society is against them sometimes in more ways than one and that's why we need to change because the patriarchy and sexism is not fair to anyone that's one of the big parts of feminism is working against that but there's more to get into and I wanted to talk about intersectionality, which is a really important term used when talking about feminism. Intersectional feminism focuses on women of color and tackling racism and sexism at the same time. And intersectionality itself was first talked about around the 1980s. Um, A woman named Kimberly Crenshaw invented the term, and it basically just means different areas of your identity where you may experience oppression overlap. So, like... Um, like, okay, so you know that a black man would experience oppression because he's black and we have systemic racism, but a black woman would experience more oppression because she faces racism and sexism in her life. So just the different factors of your identity overlap. And of course, it's not just about race and gender. It can be about different things like sexual orientation wealth, etc. Um, but it's not fun. And I mean, I didn't make this up. I'm just explaining that. But yeah, I'm focusing on intersectionality is important because it recognizes many areas of people's identity. And it focuses on a lot of issues of inequality at the same time. Um, for the next term, I just wanted to give a brief explanation because this term is called Title Nine, And it's a government issued like thing title I don't know what to call it it basically means that if you're in a school that receives funding from the government there could not be any discrimination against someone's gender um and it just means like you have to basketball for all genders you can't say that no boys can join our club that type of thing it's important because it prevents discrimination in schools and while that may seem like a given today but um when it was created it kind of opened a pathway towards equal rights in schools. 
Okay, so for the next few things, we're going to get into some history of feminism. I don't know if any of you listeners have heard of waves of feminism, but throughout history, there were four total waves of feminism, one of which we are currently living through. The first wave of feminism took place in the early 20th century. That wave pretty much focused on suffrage or women's right to vote, but it also focused on opening up opportunities for women because there weren't very many opportunities at the time. It was pretty much just like get married and have kids. So that was like women's only opportunity. So that kind of opened up different pathways for women and started recognizing that we need equal rights. Then the second wave took place around the 1960s, and this wave focused a lot on reimagining women's roles and also reproductive rights. This wave also involved more diversity and intersectional feminists. The third wave of feminism involved a lot of self-expression and encouraged women to make their own choices and express themselves freely. There's a lot of debate about this wave and like what it focused on, how long it was, or even if it existed, but I'm just going to go with it because overall most people agree. Um, Then the fourth wave, which is the wave we are currently living in, wants to tackle sexism in our daily lives and focuses on taking down the patriarchy. The fourth wave also involves intersectionality and diversity, and feminists are using newer tools like social media and the internet to make our voices heard. So those are the four waves of feminism. I have two more terms left in my feminist dictionary, Um, and of course there's more, but this is just what I have because I don't want this episode to be like 30 minutes long, but I want to talk about mansplaining and double standards. So mansplaining is a mashup of man and explaining. Basically, it's when a man takes over a conversation or explains something to a woman that she already knows. Because he assumes she's, like, less smart. Just because a man explains something does not mean it's mansplaining. But if a man explains something a woman probably already knows and she didn't ask for it, or if she's saying something important and he butts in with his own experience, that can be mansplaining. But it's just one of the ways that we see the patriarchy where it enforces the belief that men are superior to women or people of other genders. So yeah, if you're a male listener, just think about that if you are like kind of explaining something or butting into a conversation. It's just important to let women and other people speak in a conversation and just be aware of that. But yeah, like I said, it's just part of the patriarchy and just being aware of that can really make a difference. Um, Finally, I want to talk about double standards. A double standard is when two people do pretty much the same thing, but are judged differently. So, like, if a man is assertive, he might be seen as take charge, like, in a good way. But if a woman's assertive, she's seen as being, like, bossy and not in a good way. And this not only affects women, it affects men, too. Because, like, if a woman puts on nail polish... Whatever, no one cares, that's normal. But if a man does, then someone is probably going to be like, oh, that's so girly. Even if it's not, it's just the man wanting to put on nail polish. Important note, double standards don't apply only to genders, but also other things. However, they are a big part of sexism and can be really hurtful. So that's my feminist dictionary, and I hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned about feminism. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and be sure to share so I can reach more people. If you want to let me know what you think of the podcast, send in a voice message at anchor.fm slash Victoria Bogats or leave a review. Thanks so much for listening. Your support means a lot. And as always, stay tuned for my next 